Welcome to the Balanced Working Moms podcast. I'm Rena Misha, and I'm so glad you're here. If you're a busy mom like me who's juggling all the things, you're absolutely in the right place. Because in this podcast, you're going to learn secrets on how to live your life so you feel so much more balanced. Happy New Year, my friends. Don't you just love any chance for a new start? Don't you just love it? I love the new year. I don't care if it's a new school year, the new calendar year, the new moon, anything that makes me feel like it's a fresh start. I love it. I love it. It makes me feel invigorated, more positive, ready to just, you know, go get them. (laughs) It's this positive energy. Do you feel this way too? Do you feel that positive energy this time of year? I just feel it and I want to grab hold of it and just keep it. I want to keep it so it can help propel me into the next season, the next whatever it is, the next month, the next day, whatever the newness is. So today we're going to talk about how to create some goals, goals that you can use throughout the year to create a more organized and a more balanced life. How does that sound? That sound good? I'm very excited for it personally. But before we talk about this, before we dive in, let me tell you about my previous history with goals. Ooh, that sounded very formal, my previous history. Because I did not used to have a good track record. And I'm going to tell you, that I used to actually hate the concept of a goal. Hate is a very strong word, but here's what happened. Every year, my goal was exactly the same as the previous year. And I'll tell you what my goal was. It was to finally have a clean and organized home. Isn't that a great goal? I think it's what many of us working moms really would enjoy. But every year, At the end of the year, it didn't happen. And it was so frustrating. It made me feel badly about myself. And I just wanted to give up on setting goals because it felt more discouraging than helpful. And like I said, I felt like dirt, felt like dirt. You know, every year I'd fail again. I'd wonder what is wrong with me? There must be something seriously wrong with me that year after year, I set the same goal and I don't do it. What is going on here? So if this has happened to you, know that you are not alone. This happens to actually many, many, many people. It's not just me. It's not just you. And it happens for so many reasons. So many reasons. First, It can happen because maybe the goal you created was so big. Think about how big my goal was, a clean and organized house, not just clean, not just organized, clean and organized while being a working mom, really? I mean, those are two huge goals and I had combined them into one. And while I'm doing all this other stuff, while I have young kids, you know, Maybe another reason why you couldn't get your goal done is because maybe you created a goal and then forgot that you ever created it, okay? I'm very guilty of that. I don't know about you, 
But how often do you create a kind of sort of goal? You know, maybe you think about it, you write it down, maybe, but you don't even remember that you have it. Think about how loose my goal is an organized and clean home. What does that even mean? (laughs) What does that even look like? I don't know. I don't know. But I'd think about it. And then a week later, I'd forget about it. So that was not helpful. Not helpful. And here's another reason why maybe, you know, your goals aren't working out. Maybe you create a goal without any idea on how to actually make it happen. So it's kind of like a prayer. It's not really a goal. You're just like praying. Lord, please let me have a clean house. Please, whatever happens this year, let it be clean. And a prayer can help. Please, under no circumstances should you stop praying. But we also have to do our part and actually do the work to make it happen. So for these reasons, a lot of the time, the goals we create, they never happen. And here's what's going on. Here's what's going on. There is this energy in the air right now to create a goal. This amazing energy of newness. And so many of us are making these half-hearted attempts to do this. You know, we make these half-hearted attempts, like I already described, and we get frustrated and we just want to give up on the whole goal process. But here's the problem. Here's the problem. And the problem is that when we give up, we don't move forward. We never get that clean and organized house that we're dreaming of. So giving up isn't exactly the solution. And I'll give you an example of this. Because I have a friend who unfortunately does not take care of her health. She does not take care of her health. And when she eats, yes, I said when, when she eats, she usually grabs whatever's easiest, which means cookies, means cookies. She actually hides cookies in her room. So they're right there anytime she needs them. She doesn't exercise. She doesn't manage her stress. She doesn't get enough sleep. And life is really hard for her, unfortunately. But she feels like it's pointless to even try because she's tried in the past and it hasn't lasted. So what does she do? She gives up. And I've done this too. You know, who hasn't done this? So here are my tips for setting goals you can actually follow and not give up on. Here are my tips because, you know, we're going to make this happen. We're going to make this happen. So for tip number one, my number one tip is to set quarterly goals, set quarterly goals, because I am so done with setting goals for the entire year. If you set a goal for the whole entire year, it can be very hard to do because the year goes by and you look up and the year is over. Now, I'm sure many of you have never heard of this concept and I didn't hear about it until recently, probably maybe, I don't know, a year and a half ago. And I learned to do quarterly goals from this wonderful book. It's called The 12 Week Year. It's by Brian Morgan and Michael Lennington. And the book was life-changing to me because what they teach is that you treat each 12-week period like it was a year. 
So this really helped me create goals that were smaller and more realistic. And it also creates this sense of urgency because a year is a long time, but 12 weeks is not a long time. So as the time goes by, I find I'm noticing it more, you know? I'm noticing that I'm doing no action towards creating the goal. So then I start doing things, I start doing things. And then here's the cool thing. Here's the cool thing about the 12 week goal setting, because let's say, you know, life happens and some goals, maybe you don't get to them. But here's the cool thing with the 12 week goal, the year is not yet over. There's still time. You can try again. And that's what I do. If I don't make one of my goals, I try again. And I also try to figure out why I didn't make the goal. And maybe I add some accountability to it. And then that really helps me get it done. So I just mentioned a different term. I just mentioned something new. I said accountability. So that is actually a major thing. And my next tip is to create some accountability. What is accountability? What is it? It's a term that we use a lot in coaching, but let me explain to you what it is. You know, you may not speak coach speak. So to me, accountability means that you're committing to something. And this is actually why a lot of people like having life coaches because they help with the accountability. That's their job is they make you accountable So I'll give you an example so you can understand what this is. So let's say you set a goal and you want to work out, let's say three times a week. When you have accountability, you tell somebody, let's say I'm your life coach. So you tell me, Rena, I'm going to work out three times a week. So then when we next meet, I'll ask you, were you able to work out three times last week? Ooh. That's good, isn't it? That is good. Because when you know somebody's going to ask you, let me tell you, it takes it way up to the next level. Now, your answer may be to tell me no. Maybe you only worked out one day last week because maybe you had a huge work project and you just couldn't get to it. Or maybe you were sick and working out wouldn't have been good for you. If you have a good accountability partner or a good life coach, you're not going to get beaten up for not doing what you said you were going to do, okay? We're not going to shame you. We're not going to make you feel bad, none of that. But if it happens consistently, your accountability partner should help you come up with solutions so you can meet your goals, You know, so if you keep having these work projects and you can't work out, your accountability partner or your life coach is going to say, we need a new way to exercise. We need a new time to exercise and they'll help you come up with a way to get that done. But do you see how knowing that somebody's going to ask you for an update on your goal? Do you see how that's going to help you actually meet your goal? Because I'm going to tell you, you do not want to tell your coach or your accountability partner every single time that you didn't do it. You just don't. You just don't. It's part of being human. 
You want to feel on top of your game. And that's why I love coaching. That's why I love coaching. And if you need my help with this, let me know. I'm happy to help you. And if you're not ready to find a coach yet, find somebody who can be your accountability partner. Because being held accountable to meet your goals, as you can tell just from this discussion, it's going to change everything for you. It's going to change everything. So let's dive into our third tip. Just to remind you, our first tip was to do 12-week goals instead of yearly goals. Our second tip was to have accountability. And our third tip is going to be very helpful for you if you're like me and you create a goal and then maybe you forget that you've ever created the goal. Yes, I have done that. Yes, I speak to many people who have done that. So my next tip is for you to actually track your goal. Track your goal. So important. And I'll give you an example of how I do this. Because for example, I just told you that my goal year after year is to have a clean, organized house. So now I have a tracking system because what does a clean, organized house mean? So I've decided that to have a clean, organized house, my goal is to clean it every day for at least 15 minutes. And just in case you're curious, the 15 minutes does not include, you know, emptying the dishwasher and just normal things. It's above and beyond. So it could be scrubbing the bathroom, vacuuming, dusting. It's kind of more heavy cleaning tasks. So I have a tracker and every time after I do my cleaning, I mark that I did it. And I personally use an app that's called Everyday because it's a very simple app. It's color-coded And when I've done my 15 minutes of scrubbing the kitchen floor, whatever I've done, I check it off and I'm done. And that little action helps me so much. It helps me so much. I find that when I skip it, my daily cleans, they just seem to go away. Like they drop off. I forget I've ever had a goal. It is so important to mark it off, give yourself credit, and essentially you're giving yourself a gold star. You're giving yourself a gold star for working towards your goals. So let's review. Let's review. I really think that goals are a wonderful thing. I can tell you, I would not be here standing here talking to you and doing this podcast, doing my life coach work, if I hadn't learned how to create goals and how to actually make them happen. They've helped me be more balanced They've helped me in my career. They've helped me be a better parent. Of course, my house is cleaner too. Everything in my life is better now that I know how to create a goal and actually achieve it. Well, eventually achieve it, right? (laughs) Because we're not perfectionists here. Eventually we get to it. I really love goal setting and I think it's so important, but I also find that they can also kill your confidence. When you set a goal year after year and you don't achieve them, that is so hard on your confidence. So my first suggestion to help you slay your goals was to set your goal for a 12-week goal instead of a one-year goal. Because who can keep up with a one-year goal? Not many people. 
Not many people. I personally can't. And if you like that idea and you want to go deeper, definitely take a look at that book that I mentioned. I will link to it in the description. The 12-week year is one of those life-changing books. My next suggestion is to have accountability because if you know somebody will be asking you how your goal is going, you are so much, so much, (laughs) so much more likely to actually do it. And my third tip is for you to track your goals. Use an app, use your planner, whatever you have. If you're one of those people who like spreadsheets, you can also do it on a spreadsheet. Tracking how you're doing not only helps you move forward, it helps you remember that you actually have a goal, which is very basic, but very, very important. And I hope these tips help you have a year where you finally make your goal stick. Because remember, the point of a goal is not to get there perfectly, but it's who you become as you work towards it. It's who you become. And that's what I want for you to become someone that you're proud of, someone who's growing and moving forward. And maybe you're not moving at the pace you'd like to move. Who does, right? Who does? Maybe it's so much more slower. But think of the person you're becoming as you get there. And that's the beauty of growing and moving forward and moving towards your goals because it's the person you're becoming in the process. And I'm wishing you a happy year as you move forward on your goals and the person that you're becoming as you move towards them. Wishing you a very happy new year and I'll talk to you next time.